All right, guys, it's Mike with Narcoleptic Customs Podcast, episode 43. Whoa, man, we just keep cranking these things out. Have a great guest on today. We have Eric from Destroyer 1320 YouTube channel, and uh, he basically is going to tell us how it was from a Road Weekers perspective, um, his favorite track, uh, his favorite day of the week. He even tells a story of a ranger truck driving into the side of a semi and dumping 90 gallons of fuel out in the middle of a parking lot. <laughs> he had a crazy week. Uh, he lives in Chandler, Arizona, drove to Topeka, 1150 miles one way, enjoyed the week, drove home, super tired, just like everybody was. And uh, it's just cool to hear his perspective because he actually got to watch racing every day. That's what he was there to do was to watch it. So that was really neat to hear how that played a factor in his future plans for Rocky Mountain Race Week and uh, and what he's got working on some project cars. His daily driver and the car he brought on the trip is his Destroyer Gray 1320 Dodge Challenger. And, uh, and I, that car would be a ton of fun. Good horsepower, easy, comfortable car to, uh, to take on a big, long uh, road trip like that. Definitely be a Grand Tour type feel in that car. So, I will let him get into that. I will tell you, uh, we will get back to a normal schedule of posting the podcast. Uh, we're going to record probably two a week uh, moving forward. It's ramping up to Rocky Mountain Race Week. I wanted to give you guys as much content as I could uh, leading up to that with uh, guests and things. So wanted now we that we are back in the swing of work uh, and daily normal lives, we are going to get back on our regular schedule. So we post on YouTube Tuesdays and Fridays. So we'll post new podcasts, most likely Wednesdays and Saturdays uh, here. I will be loading those onto the YouTube channel. Those won't necessarily count as our YouTube uploads for the week, uh, just because it's a completely different uh, group of people that we pull with the podcast listens. Um, so if you haven't listened to the pod, if you haven't watched the podcasts, on YouTube, it gives you a little more insight. Uh, you know, if you like to see people's head bobs and uh, and things like that, we've had some great guests on in the past. So, if you want to keep daily updates on everything, we do that through Facebook and Instagram, and everything is under Narcoleptic Customs. Uh, we do have a TikTok channel. I don't post on it enough. Uh, probably start getting back on that as we get more time in the shop and around there. So, all right, we'll get to it. Thank you for listening. Here we. All right, guys, we have Mr. Eric, Destroyer 1320, on the podcast today. Um, if you watched the day two video, um, well, let me start by saying this. Thank you for being on the, on the channel and on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I, I'm excited about this one because uh, he has his channel and our channel, YouTube stuff is right at the same. Like he, he just crossed a thousand. We just crossed a thousand just before race week. And uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun to watch both of our channels grow. And uh, y'all, he's been a huge help to me on my end as far as getting our channel in check and making sure we had all the, all the stuff that we needed to help get there. But let me tell the backstory real quick. So uh, day one, we Tulsa, and then we were, I was up till three, back up at six, drove to Topeka, and literally, it was a hard day. I was just killed, like emotionally and physically, I was so tired. 
And so we don't make passes in the unlimited class until very last. They want as much rubber put down as possible and then the unlimited class to jump on the track. Well, obviously we're not unlimited class material with the NARCS cart. So <laughs> the funny thing is I'm laying there and we, we had the tent, the canopy like way down. It was, it was shaded because uh, Topeka has a huge parking lot, no trees. And so it was shaded. So we were, we were staying out of the sun. Um, and I hear a familiar voice and he's like, Hey, is that, is NARCS in there? And cause like, you couldn't see, we were physically like the cart was there and the canopy. So people looking at the cart could not see us under there. So he comes under, completely changes the day for me from there. Like you came by, we had a great visit. It was super cool to meet you in person. Your energy hyped uh, me and Dustin up. And then 20 minutes later, I went and made my first pass. And it was like low, 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 no, uh, just blah. And then, right straight up so so i appreciate that about you it was awesome and then uh, you've just helped me stay on that high since then uh, with all the help and everything you've given me so oh no no it was my pleasure it was absolutely fun um it was cool because prior to race week i had never done one of these before i love racing i love making content about racing for those who can't get there who don't have the time to take and fly somewhere spend the 15 bucks and go to the race. So that's kind of what I was looking to do. So I wanted to look and see who was going. Well, as I typed it in, you popped up with all your stuff that you're doing for the NARCS cart to prep it and yep. get everything ready. And I'm just like, I looked at your viewers and I'm like, maybe this guy will respond. I don't know. Love yeah. his content. Seems like a cool dude. So that I just shot a thing out to you. Next thing you know, you're like, Hey, yeah, man, that's great. And yep. yeah, this whole th relationship's <laughs> been born and, I see a lot of great things in the future. Um, as far as YouTube, dude, I think there's a lot of potential for what we both do. Yep. And any way I can help you or anyone else in the YouTube world, especially as us smaller guys are trying to get our feet wet, dude, that's, that's huge. That means the world to me to be able to help somebody else. Yeah, well, hey, I certainly appreciate it. So what we're gonna do today for folks is tell two stories. So I've kind of given day one and day two recaps. Um, and I really want to tell your side of stuff. And then I'll go in and add my day three, like from my perspective later. So I, I want, because you road weeked it yeah. essentially. So uh, you, but you missed day one. I want to hear kind of, I want to start with the car, your, your co-pilot and, and y'all's relationship and how that, like how you decided the conversation of like, hey, you're coming with me and then the car, and then let's just dive right into like race week and uh, how you started in Topeka instead of Tulsa. Sound good? Cool. Perfect. Yeah, so, so my car, as you can see, where's my finger at? Uh, right there. That car is a Destroyer Gray 2019-1320 Challenger. It's one of 108. Uh, it was a dream car for me. I've worked my whole life, drive really horrible vehicles and just socked money away. And then, um, you know, finally made my way up to being able to purchase this vehicle. That's and awesome. I, I was really creative with the name, you know, Destroyer Gray 1320. People are like, oh, you stole the name. I'm like, it's the name of the car. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, no, my brother is Dan IT guy. He was my co-pilot. And I had talked to my wife loosely about going to do this. 
And I didn't know how she would take it, me being unemployed since the end of April due to all the crud. And I I had mentioned it and I didn't really push her on it. I just kind of left it there. And a couple days before we were supposed to leave, she's like, you're going, right? I'm like, what? I didn't think it was cool to go. She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, crap. So I reached out to my brother and I'm like, dude, he is just like me. We're one in the same when it comes to our love and passion of cars and racing, anything that's fast. I mean, I don't that's care if awesome. it's a shopping cart in the wind. I will watch that thing blow because it's just fun to see fast. Things yeah. If, hey, if you don't drift a shopping cart when you're in Walmart, there's something wrong with you. Every time I touch one, it's going <laughs> sideways. But yeah, we grew up on a farm and worked on cars our whole life. So we, we do have knowledge and, and some skill on how to build things. Yeah. But going to this level to see that, that mix between man and machine, I mean, how much can you take? How much can your machine take? Yeah. That was, that was just absolutely insane. It was wild, dude. So wild. Because, like, I mean, there's guys driving alcohol-burning blower cars 215 miles one day and 300-something the next, you know? Oh, yeah, having to pull off the blower, having to do – I mean, it's one thing to have to change from drag slicks to street tires, but these yeah. dudes basically had to rebuild their motors. I mean, that why not Camaro? That dude, how many lifters and rockers and everything did he yeah. go through? I mean, almost yeah. every time he stopped, I saw him with the valve covers off and he's replacing yeah. stuff. I mean, that, crazy, crazy. Like that car that car didn't have 10 miles on it when it went to Larson to get the chassis built. I mean, that's crazy. Brand new car and goes, I mean, that car made, I don't know, 3,500 horsepower or something like that. Yeah, it was probably the most impressive car. Yeah. I mean, for, for somebody to take, yeah, that's that's seriously some money, but that's some love of racing that will push you to do that type of thing. Yeah. And when you go to that level, it's, it's not about anybody else at that point. You're doing it for the passion of racing. And yes, it's great for everyone to see it, but that dude loves what he does. Yes, that is for sure. So you're a gearhead, obviously. You're going to go on Rocky Mountain Race Week, which if people are just seeing this, like it is literally race your car every day. It, it was, um, I guess it was technically called Race Week 2.0. So yeah. we started in Tulsa, Topeka, uh, Oklahoma City, Great Bend, Kansas, and back to Tulsa. And you literally drive your race car there. So if you have ever been in a race car for very long at all, or any high performance car, not the cart, because it's not high performance, it's just <laughs> fun. Um, if you have ever spent any time in that, you know what it's like to, to smell like fuel and eyes burn and all that kind of stuff. And just be in an uncomfortable seat for 1,300 miles, I think is what the trip was, or 1,100 miles, something like that. We ended up driving a little over 1,700, but uh, that's a whole story. (laughs) So tell us about uh, your trip to Topeka, because you live in Arizona, right? Yes, sir. Chandler, Arizona. Yeah. So how far is your house from Topeka? Uh, It was 1,163 miles for us to get to Topeka. Jeez, that's a bunch. Yeah, and our original intent was to leave and go to the first race. Well, mm-hmm. I totally forgot about the time change. Oh, no. and, and I didn't factor in the, you know, stopping for fuel and all that extra time. I, it, was, it was such a rush to make it happen in the first place. <laughs> By the time we got to the hotel, we were so exhausted because I didn't sleep for almost two days prior to leaving. Because I was so excited. Yeah. You know, 
and then making sure you don't forget anything or this or that. So yeah, by the time we got to Amarillo, Texas, which is where we stopped, people are sending me videos of the first race and I'm like, mother, no, this You're ain't like, happening. I can't do it. I can't keep going. No, no. we got to Amarillo and I go, okay, if we got there, they literally would be shutting the gate in our face by the time we walked up. Yeah. So just yeah. let's get good and, rest. And you would be road. dead. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd be dead. You know what I mean? Like, uh... I'd be useless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, it was so crazy. Right. So you, you leave Amarillo, you roll into Topeka. I mean, like you said, you'd only been there a few minutes and we had been there, man, I've got this big male cat that it's like wearing me out. <laughs> off of me. Uh, he's like, please pet me. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, no problem. <laughs> to run him off. Um, and it was like four thirty or five o'clock, I think, when you got there. So it, you guys had been on the road all day at that point, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We drove all the way there. It was it was just about eight hours by the time we got there from Amarillo to get to the track. Wow. So did any cars come in with you that were still out, like that were coming into the track to race? Like, did you guys try, get to drive with any of that that leg? Uh, no, by the time we got to the track, I saw, well, I saw a few people. I saw, uh, uncle Chet's Lambo at the super eight where we were staying. And then there was a, uh, a guy with that, um, it's kind of like a, a primer, almost orange duster. He was in yeah, the parking yeah. lot. There's just a few scragglers. There wasn't really, yeah. you know, the bulk of everybody was already there. So we we're kind of late awesome. to the party, but. Yeah, we, we never checked in early. We, we always just drove right to the track running with 301. It was, man, it was an experience, dude. They don't mess around. I mean, it's like fuel stops, eat on the road. And I'm not used to that. I was like, <laughs> I, I like to eat. I like to stop. I like to walk around a little bit. And we were stopping a lot for fuel, you know, because those guys drive about 60 miles. Mm -hmm. But it was like slide over, throw fuel in, everybody caught up, good, let's roll. Oh, crap. I'm trying to jockey cars and all that kind of stuff. So so what was your first thought day, day one for you of uh, Rocky Mountain Race Week? I, I have to say I had heard a whole bunch of people say that it's a family and that it's, you know, the people there are, are second to none. And I have to say everybody I met there, was the coolest people on the planet because it's, it's that brotherhood of car guy or car girl that is just, it's unshakable. You don't worry about, Oh, well you have a Ford or you have a Chevy or, you know, mm -hmm. that's high school crap. When you, when you hit yeah. that level of racing and stuff, you just love vehicles. You love mechanics. You love, yep. you know, the, the smell of the rubber and the fuel and, and the noise. Just as soon as yep. we pulled up and I got out and I heard, you know, open headers just blasting it, it's music for me. I just <laughs> get excited like, yes. thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So what made you pull the trigger on like an event like this uh, compared to like power tour or I don't know, I'm sure there's some other, you know, driving events that are out your way more, you know, or like SoCal and stuff like that probably wasn't that far from you. I mean, like what made you do 2.0 uh, as compared to going West for some of the other stuff? So uh, I've been hunkered down in the house, to be dead honest, doing virtually nothing. Everything out here has been shut down level 10. You can virtually do nothing. I had the best schedule set up for NHRA for uh, no prep, which for Street Outlaws. I mean, it had mm -hmm. all these cool races set up. Everything got canceled. Everything was completely ruined for what I had scheduled. Damn. And I, I got to the point where 
either I wait for something to open up out here and maybe get one view between there and, you know, whenever that opens up, which is they're just now starting to let, you know, people yeah. come back to the track. Yep. So I'm, I said, forget it. I don't care. I'm going for it. I'm going to go ahead and That's invest awesome. money and, and yep. go do this, try and, you know, bring some more, uh, people's eyes to the channel and, and yep. help people who can't get out of the house who are stuck in lockdown and all that stuff that yep. all we have is YouTube. I mean, really, That's I right. can't go yep. to the races. I can't go drag race my yep. car, which I'd love to do. So yeah, I had to, so I just said, let's go, let's go do That's this. That's awesome. That's all. And so, so your brother's like, he, he's like, I don't give a shit, whatever you, t you put me in the seat and let's roll. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily our wives are very close. And so they got to talking and, <laughs> They're like, yeah, these guys, I mean, how often will we get a chance where yep. he was able to actually work from the car? He works oh, that's uh, awesome. doing obviously IT stuff yeah. for Verizon. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he was able to make his phone a Wi-Fi hotspot. My car had mm -hmm. Wi-Fi, but I had a limited data plan. But yep. he literally was working during the day while I was driving every single that's day. That's cool. That's cool. I was so, going to ask, did he do any of the driving and you ride? But uh, I... Drove the whole time. Iron butt right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luckily, these seats are pretty darn comfortable. But Yeah. I, I think when we do 1.0, I think I'm just – because we're going to either take – I hope we don't take one – I hope we don't take Narc's cart 1.0. I hope we have a new one by then because we've given it away because the channel has grown. But um, I've decided that I'm going to ride a lot more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bounce between cars and all that kind of stuff. So – but just for future, because if you race in the next one, um, like if you don't drive, your co-pilot has to drive. So yeah. like, yeah, got to gotta keep that in mind because I did not think about that at all. Not that we were going to be competitive anyways. Right. But, uh, you know, you know. So which, uh, what, which day was your favorite? Like, did, did you have a top day that you can think of? Um, well, the first day meeting you guys was obviously a highlight. <laughs> and in that evening, as you know, we both got to meet Mike Finnegan and yeah. Mike Cotton and all the people from Faster yeah. with Finnegan, which was the coolest experience to, to meet somebody who's that successful. And it's just a cool down to earth dude. Yeah. Um, should we tell him about how you saved my ass? <laughs> yeah, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> so listen, so I'm standing up there and I've got the Dukes of Hazard trash can and I'm like, man, I didn't get my wife a race week shirt. So I've got to get her a, you know, Finnegan Speed Marine shirt. So I'm like, hey, you know, shirts, how much, blah, blah, blah. I didn't have enough money. So thank God Eric was there because nobody else around me had enough money either. And so he fronted me the money for, I don't know, three or four hours probably <laughs> till, uh, till I could get back to the car and do that. But it, I think you end up talking to Finnegan and Cotton for 15, 20 minutes total. Yeah. Minutes maybe. Yeah. Like that. Dude, they were so cool. Like, to, to just be able to like really feel like we were hanging out because they weren't there all day. So they weren't wore out. You know, they showed yep. up at like dark and we all had enough. I feel like a good time with those guys, a good amount of time with those guys. Yeah. And they, they actually took the time to give you attention. It was cool. Yep. And yep. they weren't overrun. There wasn't, you know, luckily it was dark and people didn't know they were there. We would have waited an hour to even say hi. Oh, yeah. So, yep. Yep. And he, he, they signed the trash can. And then, um, did you hear the story of how I got Dave Newburn to sign the trash can? No the house at midnight. Oh, dude. No. All right. So I'll tell this story. I haven't told this part of it yet. Um, so I don't know if it was, was he headed home that next day? 
Yeah, yeah. He had his his uh, wedding anniversary was coming. Yeah. So then later that night, uh, Dustin, my co-pilot, and I head to Waffle House to eat because literally we ate at like one o'clock and then it was midnight and we were trying to find something to eat. So we head to Waffle House in the cart. We're in Waffle House for like an hour and a half. Um, the manager guy, cook, whatever, at Waffle House, like, oh, man, yeah. He's like, I like burnouts. I'm like, well, that's what the cart was built for. So we're figuring to do a burnout. Yep. I believe we're walking out the door and Newburn, Mike Cotton, and Finnegan come around the corner, like with a couple other people. So we were like, all hell, let's go. So Finnegan and Cotton both signed the trash can, the Duke's Hazard trash can at Topeka. And then Newburn signed it uh, there. So he signs it. I'm like, hey, we're fixing to do a big burnout. They're like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, and they go on into the Waffle House. Well, I, I carried a one-gallon water jug with us just in case something happened, right? I dumped the entire gallon of water out on the parking lot in just <laughs> 45 seconds of limiter second gear burnouts. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it was, a, it was a great time. There's a video, if you go to Cole Reynolds, Reynolds, um, if you're friends with him, he's the photographer of the week and, uh, he posted the video, but I'll send it to you personally. Cause it's hilarious. That's great. I got to see it. House, just like me slowly going across the parking lot, just murdering <laughs> the tires. It was great. It was great. So, so your favorite day Topeka, obviously, cause it's day one. You're like, yes, I love it. But how pretty were the skies in Kansas? It was like awesome. Oh, we're amazing. driving along. I'm like, this is great. Um, did you have a favorite track that you that you visited? Yeah, the SCRA was probably my favorite track, partly because I grew up in the Midwest. I'm from a small town, Winnebago, Illinois, and mm. lived in a farm community. We used to have tractor day at school. I graduated oh, wow. with like 72 people in my class. <laughs> Very small town. So yep. going out there, it just reminded me of our home track, which was Byron, Illinois, where they do the wheel stand competition and all that oh, stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah which is coming up. But um, yeah, it was, it was my favorite because of just, it was so nice. It was kind of out in the open in the middle of nowhere. You got a nice cool breeze. Like you're saying, the weather was perfect. Yep. I met a bunch of cool people just sitting in the stands talking cars. I mean, yeah. there's just some really good people out there. I mean, it, it was, yep. it was very enjoyable. Yep. My, uh, my least, not that you're asking me, but was uh, <laughs> probably Thunder Valley because oh, of the really? mosquitoes, the mosquitoes. Oh, I, I think they took they my wallet. They were this big. They were this big. <laughs> All had street outlaw shirts on. and <laughs> Yeah. They would bite you and you'd be like, ow, damn. Yeah. Yeah, it are, it's crazy. So um, being road weeking, like going road weeking with that stuff, uh, between tracks, I mean, were there any super cool sightings or stops that you guys made? Um. Uh, super cool sightings. Yeah, there, there's one that happened. I don't know if you heard about it. Um, well, we pulled over and my brother had to uh, lighten the load. Yeah. And so we pull over and to this gas station where it says gas station, gas station shut down, all completely roped off with tape. So he uh, finds a place off in the middle of nowhere and just yep. handles his business because he literally yep. was in pain. I mean, he was <laughs> going like, to go. Gotta There's no down. stopping it. Yeah. <laughs> There's no stopping it. So, so we're sitting there and, and I'm waiting for him and he gets done and we jump in the car. We get ready to leave. I had noticed this white Ford truck sitting parked. I thought, well, I didn't see anybody in it. I'm just like, oh, well, somebody, you know, whatever, not thinking about it. We go to pull out and there's, there's three semis next to each other, all parked in this open parking lot. 
I'll take in a snooze or whatever. Yep. And I go to pull out onto the road and take a right. And I see this white truck coming next to me, like faster than I'm going, probably doing 15, 20 mile an hour. And I'm right. like, oh, well, he's in a hurry to get out of here. So I'll just pull over and let him go by. He slams into the side of the semi and blows the fuel tank in half. 90 <laughs> gallons of fuel come rushing out of this truck. Oh, my and, God. Yeah, my brother had just lit a cigarette, and yeah. I wasn't going to stay around, so we, we <laughs> pulled out. I mean, we looked over, and everybody was moving, and the yeah. your trucker had gotten out, so I think everybody yeah. was okay. But it was like, what the heck was that? I mean, it blew the front tire off of that little Ford truck that hit the semi. Oh, my I'm God. Like, what's wrong with these people? Yeah. I think the guy had just – either he was drunk or he fell asleep and had his foot on the brake. And I think he finally passed out and his foot went off the brake and it just ghost rided right into ghost the side of the semi. Oh that was probably God. the craziest thing. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't have a cam on at the time or I definitely would have shown the video. It's just insane. <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. All right. So uh, the, the next question I have is, will you sign up to compete next year? I got Loved you background here, locking, locking each other out of the house and slamming doors. Hey man, that's how family is. Right. I'm telling you, I'm fixing to get onto him right here in the middle. Of this <laughs> podcast. Hey, Hey, it's not no, locked. It's not locked. then get your hand off of it. I'm, I'm literally <laughs> like, I'm not even going to edit that out. We're just going to leave it. It's perfect. Y'all can't play together. <laughs> Oh man, the joys of being home with kids. I went to the office today yeah. for the first time in a long time. Uh, nice. I, me I messaged you that I got beat up most of the day. Uh, it was it was pretty busy, and then it would slow down, and you kind of get like this. Whoa, oh man, it's nice being slow for a minute, and then it would just ramp right back up. So that's crazy. All right. So uh, do you think you'll sign up to compete next year? And if so, do you think you'll do 1.0 in the mountains or 2.0 wherever they end up? Uh, I definitely want to sign up for one of them. Um, it's going to be, where am I at financially? First of all. Yeah. Uh, second of all, I have to well, figure now, out what now I want. Now you're to do. in, now you're in YouTube money, you know, like your channel hey. is there and you're monetized. I'm so I have, nervous. I have made $10. <laughs> Dude, hey, that's $10 more than I've made. <laughs> hey, I'm just excited to have anything at this point. And, and the fact people want to watch what we do. Right. Isn't that cool? That's what I try and explain to my wife. I'm like, it's so weird, like looking at like the different states that people watch from and stuff. And you're like, man, I know no one there. Like that's somebody that has found us, you know? Yeah. So it's, oh, it's, it's, it's cool. If you look at the analytics too, you get to see what countries people watch from. And that's oh, yeah. super cool too. Yeah. Yep. But back to, fin to finish my right, sorry, statement sorry, on, sorry. The, on the car thing. No, I, I'm squirrel as well. Um, <laughs> I, I'm actually looking at Copart. Thank you from one of your videos. I'm yeah. looking at that out in Arizona to see if I can find a wrecked salvage title, uh, newer challenger that's V8 mm. platform, whether the engine's good or not, I really don't care. Yeah. But I want to make an all out drag car. Oh yeah. That's a challenger. And I'm talking gut this thing to where it weighs nothing. Yeah. And, and just, I don't care if I find this, if I find a six, four, I may just do like a cam headers, simple stuff mm. and just tune yep. it and see what we can get that thing to do NA. Uh, if I do end up not having the money to do that, I will race my 
destroyer. Yep. The the thing is with that, I would have it trailered over there just to keep yep. some of the miles off it. And <clears throat> yep. there was no way I was going to drive almost 2,000 miles and then beat it every day and then drive almost 2,000 miles back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> <laughs> That's too much on a brand new car. <laughs> well, and then, you know, the other side of it too is like if you break something on a car that's that new, then you like parts become an issue trying to find, you know, you're not going to find a, I don't know, what parts you would need. You, you're going to have to go to a dealership. You're going to have to order it. You're going to be stuck there for an extra couple of days. Yeah, and that's it's my daily driver. So yeah. that's that's my car. I don't have another one to drive. So yeah, yeah I'm I'm always of. a fan of people building drag cars. <laughs> yeah, and I've had ideas from yeah newer Challenger because I know them. Yep. Otherwise, we actually found a Dodge D100 or no D50. Yeah, it's a little four cylinder front. Yeah, yeah. You sure what you know what it is? Oh yeah, I want to throw like a twin turbo Hemi or a, a something in there. Being a Mopar guy, I got to stick with it. But Yeah, well, and hey, so we're helping um, a guy named Matt at Big Blocks Garage put together a Gen 3 Hemi for his 70 Duster, and uh, that car has snowballed way out of hand. Like, it was just supposed to be a Hemi install, and then now it's like complete wiring and interior and paint, and like cars do, you know. Um, oh, yeah. But that car is super lightweight. But a, a D50 would be a ton of fun. Like, those things are light, you know. Yeah, and I would try to make it. Uh, did you see the guy with the uh, like LTD station wagon, who's running tens? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The hubcaps on it, it you would never know. Yeah, it would fan. destroy everybody on the street. Right, do like a run like a two thirty five tire. You know what I mean? Two thirty five, eight and a half, just something easy and some old school wheels. Yeah. Yep. I'm a fan. I, I, Big sleeper. I, yeah. So um, if you don't do that, like what, what are some mods that you have planned to your car? Uh, my dream is, uh, it was last year, Hellion came out yep. to SEMA with a 1320 Challenger with a twin turbo kit. Yeah. I would love to ship this thing over to Hellion right. and just have them do it. That's awesome. If I'm not going to build the car from the ground up, I honestly don't want to just start messing around with this thing and doing, you know, you put headers on it and yep. no, I'm going to do go, something go big or I'm not touching it. <clears throat> yep. I like it. Then, so then I'm a big fan of you having a project car. You know what I mean? Like keep that yes. car, what it is, enjoy it, drive it every day. Love the comfort and convenience of a nice late model high horsepower performance car and then have something just rowdy, rowdy, yeah. rowdy, rowdy. Yeah, I'm living vicariously right now through uh, my, my buddy who's an ex-Marine, just retired actually. He's got an uh, a old Fox body Mustang, yeah. a little notchback. And yep. oh my gosh, we've, we've been working <laughs> a lot on that. He's put a lot of hours and a lot of time in it. That's going to be the next car, the next video probably that I have coming up for racing unless I can find something else. Uh, we're going to awesome. take that thing out and do some testing. Just redid all of it. It's nitrous. It's... Uh, oh, cool. he was running, he's running nine, nine forties, nine fifties with it. That's awesome. He gets kicked out when he does because he's track. He's, uh, his cage isn't certified. It's in there. He just hasn't had <laughs> it's it just not, not all there yet. That's funny. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's spin the conversation. Uh, yes, sir. give some small YouTubers some tips. I mean, these kids don't know how to not slam that back door. Uh, <laughs> <just> the, <coughs> All right. First tip for a small YouTuber, don't have kids. 
Totally kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, listen, I would, I could probably YouTube full time if I didn't have to worry about them because I'd live in a shack and have fun. And I'd have more car stuff for sure. Uh, no, I'm totally kidding on that. But no, the uh, there's a couple things. When first starting out, and this is just how I've gotten just to a thousand, which I am small. I am nothing, but I've learned a lot through running my head into the wall. Yep. So uh, one of the things is consistency. Yeah. Um, first of all, grab a camera, just start making videos. doesn't matter what they're about, what it is, find your niche, find what it is you do, which you, something you know about yep. and go for it. Just jump in there and start making videos, be consistent, especially at first for about a, the first month, either post daily or every other day, but consistently put yep. out content. That's number one. Well, and, and here's the thing that we didn't do in the beginning is I would record a night in the shop. Okay. So it'd be like a, it'd be three hours of time, but end up about six or eight minute video. And then I would post it every time I worked in the shop. Yeah. So I'd work out there and I'd come in, I'd edit it or edit the next day and post it. Well, like it was all over the place, random. So then at, by the time we get to about a hundred videos, I'm like, there's been two weeks missed here, or I've posted daily for two weeks, you know, because I finally got some time in the shop. So the consistency is a big deal and just set a consistent time that you think you can make it work. Start with every other day, every three days, twice. We post twice a week now, mainly uh, because yep. I, I know that we can get to the shop Wednesday nights for our Friday update. And then I know I can get, you know, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday that I can post for our Tuesday update. You know, I know I can get some time in those days for that, but I know Wednesday for Friday. So typically when people are watching videos, if you're watching it on Friday night when we release it, it's I've worked on that thing Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Now the other, the other thing would be to look into how to make your thumbnails. You, you have to have a good thumbnail that draw people's attention. Um, you also want to put the name that's on your thumbnail in your description. In your description, uh, as of, I think it was 2018, they started using analytics that actually look at your description to find out what your video is about. So when somebody's doing a search, it actually is reading your description to find out what your video is about. So if, if you just say, hey, thanks for watching, and that's your description, yeah. you're not, you're not going to pop up on a search. Yeah. So that, and I would definitely look into what's called SEO. And this is something you and I had a conversation about. Yeah. And there's a, a tool, there's a bunch of different tools, but the one I've chosen to use that was free is called TubeBuddy. You can mm -hmm. get a paid version of it. I just went with the free one for now, but that one helps you with tags. That one helps you with uh, everything that has to do with the analytics of the video. And if you're yeah. going to make a video about cooking, uh, say a hamburger, you're going to want to find whoever made the 1 million view video about hamburgers, use TubeBuddy to go there, get their tags, change them to yours and put those in. Yep. And that will help you get your video seen. Yep. And then you go to those channels, comment underneath them, say, Hey dude, this was awesome. Love it. Trying to model myself after what you're doing. And people will see, Hey, you're trying to be like him. Let me go see who you are. Yeah, that's a great so, tip. So, and, and here's the thing about TubeBuddy is like tags alone take a ton of time. 
So yeah. I'm gonna have to get all my kids again. Do you hear them? They're like uh, you're, animals out there. They're like you're about to tag to them. Trample. I know. <laughs> they get to get that leg tag. Um, <laughs> so, but the two buddy part of it, as far as like being able to just copy the 40 tags that that are in that video, and then paste in yours, take out the six or seven that do not pertain to your video, yep. and add your six or seven that you were probably adding anyways, your six or seven. Now you're adding 47 instead of seven. So, so it makes that saved a ton of time on all the Rocky Mountain Race Week videos. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. The commenting on other channels, we've gotten so many subscribers and video views from just from being a part of the community. You know what I mean? Like yes. you're on Facebook all the time. Like you're commenting on people's posts. If you're following a famous person on there, you're commenting on there anyways. Um, watch JR go was on the podcast a couple weeks ago and he grew from like 1800 subscribers to 240 something thousand subscribers. Wow. In like 18 months. I mean, it was crazy. And he posted almost every day and tags and stuff like that. But he said that, he doesn't look at comments after like the first 30 minutes or an hour that a video has been posted. He's like, because then it's people talking to each other. Right. Right. It, you know, like you'll have, like some of his have like 1500 comments, you know? And so he's like, it's just too hard to keep up with. So he's like the first 30 minutes hour. He's like, those are the people that are there for you. They got your notification. They watched your video. You know, you've got to stay in contact with them. And he said, he, he talks to as many people as he can as far as in comments, but as far as like sitting there reading them, he's like, I just can't. There's too many times. So. That's a great point too, is being one of the first people to comment, especially on a large YouTuber's video, because like you said, they're going to read the first few and the rest are kind of going to go to the wayside and everybody yep. answers each other's questions. So it's very important when you see one of our videos pop up, comment right away. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? And, and if the comment is, is very tasteful or helpful or can help anybody else, I'll always pin that comment yep. on underneath on my videos. Cause I want everyone to see. Yep. So, yeah. That's good. Good advice. These kids are fixing it. Get it. I'm telling you, this is going to be a great podcast because this is what real life working at home is like right here. Yes. Go unlock that door for your sister no. and y'all go back in your bedroom. I'm waiting. <laughs> no, you're not waiting. You're fixing to get in trouble. Okay. I've got to go handle this. Understood. We will have a, uh, we will have a uh, Destroyer 1320 2.0 podcast very soon because uh, Let's do it. There, there's a ton of neat stuff that's happening on both of our channels. Um, yes. You guys are like 1,080 now or some subscribers, right? Uh, it, it fluctuates Somewhere. from I was at 1,010, then it was 20, then it was 40, then it's 10 this morning. YouTube, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> right, I can't, I can't figure. Every it out. other day it changes, so yep. I'm just gonna keep the, plugging away and keep my head. The up, one you know? thing that's really cool about your channel in comparison to ours is like I'm looking at like your view counts, dude. You get awesome view counts. So like I know that like when your stuff does this line right here and it just keeps going like that, man, it's gonna your content's gonna just be. We're gonna be excited to see all the content you put out. Cause Same it, here. Then it Likewise. makes it easy to like, like if, when you're making money from something, it's like, oh, okay, well, I can spend a little more time on that then, you know, because now you and I, I know you spend as much time as I do, and it's a lot. 
Yes. All right. Well, everybody, if you're still listening, please, please go follow his channel. Subscribe. Do you have Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff under Destroyer? Uh, yes, I do. I have okay. uh, My Destroyer 1320 on Facebook and Instagram is at My Destroyer 1320. Perfect. So it's pretty simple. And, I, and I'll put all those links down in the comments. And that's the way to do it. Like everything for us is Narcoleptic Customs because you have to, you have to do it. All right. I got a kid here next to me. Thanks, dude. All right. Appreciate you, brother. <laughs> All right. See you. All right. Bye.